Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruno, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. And Colin, this <clears> week we have none other than Jason Edwards, new point guard for North Texas. Jason, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing great, man. Doing great. Um, we listened to your, your podcast you did uh, with uh, our guy, J.D. Davis, North Texas Eagle over there. Um, he does great work. Uh, so we got a little bit of background information on you. Uh, so for our listeners who haven't checked that out, be sure to check that out. Uh, you covered your, your kind of your recruiting process with Ross, all that stuff, your kind of combo guard skill set and whatnot. Um, I think I want to start off with kind of your even earlier background. We go back to like high school days. Uh, like you said, you went to D2 initially. Uh, what was all that like for you in the high school game um, coming out of Atlanta, right? And uh, just getting getting comfortable with your game um so basically you know I only like to, to use the term underdog for real because mm-hmm. I never really felt like that especially when I get on the court I never felt like I was underdog for I felt like I was favored to win but um my upbringing especially high school and before college basketball wise wasn't you know what I'm saying, what you would think it would be, especially if you were watching and you knew me, like you would think it would be completely different than what it was. So um, I actually started off going to Grayson. It's like a national powerhouse now. They had, um, yeah, I've heard of it. Some big um, people. They had some big runs, national schedule and stuff like that. But I went there for two years and it's, I grew up there in that like district. And then um, it just wasn't working out over there. So I ended up um, going to Parkview. And that's where I played my last two years. Um, um, It's crazy because, I mean, I don't feel like I should have been treated how I did at Grayson. It was like my um, freshman year. I averaged like 20. I averaged a lot in freshman. Mm -hmm. I played freshman my freshman year. My sophomore year, I played JV and like, my JV team was like the best JV team of all time, though. I don't, I don't know if that, <laughs> that, but that was the best JV team of all time. I'm beyond. I, seriously, we're the yeah, best. Okay. But like, we were undefeated that year. We like never lost. I think we lost one game. But I didn't play that game, and like a lot of our players didn't play because no. we rolled our shorts up and we got in trouble for rolling our shorts up. Like that's bad. You <laughs> like, coach, like, do not roll your shorts up. I rolled them up anyway. I sat down for the next <laughs> game. Like I got sat down the game before. He was like, "Yeah, you know what? You're not playing next game either." Next game, we ended up losing like at the buzzer, but like none of us played because we all got in trouble for our shorts. But then we played them again and beat them like four, like it was something nasty. But, <laughs> but um, so yeah, I feel like I should be playing varsity. You know, the teams, the teams above me was real good though. But I feel like you know, I could at least you know what I'm saying be like a catch and shoot something. Like I feel like I could have had a role. You know what I'm saying help develop me for when it was my turn. So I just felt like, you know, I wasn't used in the way mm-hmm. I, I thought I was going to be used. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up going to Parkview. My first year at Parkview, I was 22. I was leading score in the county my first year. And then uh, my senior year, I was 25. I was leading score in the county again. So, um, but yeah, I ended up, you know, committing and signing to Miles before my senior season even started because, like, the pandemic and stuff had scared everybody and it scared me yeah. for. I knew scholarships and stuff were hard to come by, so I was like, you know what? I got to take what's on the table, you know what I'm saying? So I ended up taking it because I knew if we didn't have a senior season, like, that would be a, a big blow because, like, I wouldn't be able to showcase myself. But after I started scoring, like, 45 and, and 40 and stuff, all the D1s wanted to hit me up, but I already signed, so it was over with. So that's really 
um, <clears throat> in high school. So that's my high school in a, in a nutshell, for real. So, so you go to Miles. Uh, how was that season? Um, okay, so that Miles team was – I, I don't watch a lot of D2 and D1 ball, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a junkie with this basketball, so I, I watch I watch it all, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Miles was a historically good team because of Coach Fred. Like, their defensive principle is big, you know what I'm saying? And once you have a good defensive principle in line, like, your team, no matter how talented your team is, like, they'll be good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing that led me here, you know what I'm saying? Coach. Coach Ross, he he anchors the defense. He's the technician of the defense. And I know, like, the defensive scheme is what is going to make us good every year, no matter how good our, our team skill-wise. Like, our team will be good because of the defense we play. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that team at Miles was special, though. They were special, for real. But I remember, like, my first week on campus, that was, like, my welcome to college, for real. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what helped me get to where I'm at right now. Cause I remember that first week, like I couldn't score, I couldn't stop anybody, I couldn't even get a shot up, like because mm-hmm. I'm a scorer, so like it was like throwing me off, and I couldn't even like see the goal, like I couldn't, I couldn't even see myself scoring the ball. So it was tough, but it, it led to me like um, that's when I got big on film. Like I used to get in trouble in class. I'm over here like looking up my teammates, watching their previous games, seeing what they do and don't do well. So when I get in practice, I can like you know what I'm saying go at that, but um hold on one second two so weeks. You, oh my bad so no no you're good i was just so you were watching film on your teammates to go at them in practice yeah i had to there was not there was <laughs> i did not i did not read it that way i thought it was like so you could like i knew how to play with them but now that makes more sense no no it is before before the season starts that's your opponent you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. that's that's who i'm playing against so um, yeah, I was watching everybody's highlights, everybody on the team, especially everybody in my position. I was even watching the centers to watch where they like to help from, where they block shots good at. But I said the biggest thing was film and pace. Once I once I started watching the game, because I wasn't getting picked up because I, I couldn't score. So nobody's picking me up for their team. But yeah. on the sideline, just watching. And then I see, like, you know, I don't got to move a 1,000 miles per hour every play. So once I started seeing the game slow down, and once the game started slowing down for me, I started, like, dominating. So... I was cooking up in practice, and then um, I eventually went to coach and told him, like, you know, I think I, sh- I should redshirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I take this year and develop my body and stuff, I might be ready to play at a, at a higher level, you know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't want me to redshirt. I mean, I was, I was in his office for a long time. He didn't want me to redshirt, but, you know, he, he agreed with me, you know what I'm saying, for sure. But that Miles team, I feel like that's what – without them, I'm not who I am today for real. That's the team that lost to Kentucky by seven, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we were a really old team. I'm, I'm pretty sure we – our like median age of that team had to be like twenty four. Like that was an old team for that was an old team. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, t- listening to you know, on JD's podcast, you knew you already knew about Tyler Perry, you already knew about Javion, and then listen to you now. I mean, being that type of of hoops junkie, because I mean, if we keep it real, you know, in college basketball, even you know higher levels of basketball, there are some guys that don't watch a lot of basketball. There's some guys that don't, you know, follow the game that closely and stuff like that. Have you always just been like that? Like, hey, I'm watching the NBA. I'm watching these college games. I'm going to watch the high school games, all that stuff. Yeah, it started off um, started off early. You know, I was a big football player growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I'd say, like, peewee, though, peewee, peewee. I stopped playing football, like, right when high school started. That's when I started locking in with basketball. But um, my brother played basketball before me because he was older than me, so he could sign up before me. You know what I'm saying? So, 
um, when I couldn't play basketball, I used to always like go watch his games and stuff like that. And I just loved it, like right off the rip. I just loved it for real. But um, yeah, I've always loved watching basketball. You know, I used to, when he like played, sometimes his games would clash with my like class schedule. And I used to beg my mom, check me out of school. I'd go watch the games. Like it, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like there's a, there's a lot to learn from it, from watching everybody, even if the level's under you. You know, there's a lot to learn from, from every game. And it's just it's just my love for the game. Like, it's really, if I'm bored, I'll watch basketball. Like, even if I'm not in a scouting mode or I'm not in a trying to pick plays or pick players, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I just love basketball. So when I watch it, it's just, I can watch it for entertainment. I can watch it for education. It's just a lot, you know what I'm saying? I know you said uh, Trey Young was was one of the players you you like to model your game after. Do you have any other uh, favorite players? Oh, um, I mean my favorite player is Bron. You know what I'm saying? If I can model Bron. Of course, I know I know you're hurting though after the after a couple yeah, of days ago. Yeah, four oh sweep. He's forty. He's forty, but you know he's still <laughs> he also put up forty. So forty ten and nine at forty years old. So you're we rounding up thirty eight to forty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. It's basketball forty, but um, so you know, yeah, I'd um say if I was to combine two players that I see myself playing like it's Trey Young and uh John Morant without the you know what I'm saying taking off outside free throw line. <laughs> just just we, like, we all got the posters of you. Yeah, get the posters of you up there. Yeah, facts. We're gonna get those. We're gonna get those. But just just with um the downhill speed, change of direction, quick first step. And just the the heart to go and try to finish up everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, John Morant sees anybody in the paint. He tries to bang on them. I see anybody I'm trying to finish over him. So, that's really – that's the connection I see. What's uh, – sorry, sorry, Colin, one more. One more, Colin. Uh, what, what's your greatest highlight? And do you have it mm. on video? My greatest highlight? Um, I – okay. I – my greatest okay, I I don't think I have a okay. If I had a greatest highlight, the one that's just on the tip of my tongue would be, um, my game with Evers Buck this year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That was just a highly, that was a heated game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So doing that way off the end, that was lit. I like that. And the part of the you know what I'm saying? So I like that. But I probably say my greatest highlight, like of my. Like the part that I love the most is when I scored 45 on the team. I I left. I I, I played Grayson the game my senior year. I had 45 on him, so that was mm. my, probably one of my greatest games. I had 64 in like AAU, but that yeah. was kind of, I was calm. Hey, Bernie's an AAU coach now, so <laughs> <laughs> we we got ninth graders, man. We got normal ninth graders over here in Baton Rouge, right? Over here, in, over here in Louisiana, we, we're not dropping 64. Maybe as a team, we dropping 64. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. doing that individually. No, no, no. Um. So you so you redshirted at Miles. You go to JUCO, um, and then you come out of JUCO. Uh, obviously with all those stats and accolades. How does it feel to follow in the the steps of other JUCO players in North Texas is recruited? Obviously, you got Javion, you got Tyler Perry, just off the off the rip. But there's you know you could go down the list of all the guys that they've recruited from JUCO. Mm. I feel like you know the stars just aligned perfectly for me to make this decision. You know what I'm saying? So it it wasn't. As soon as it opened up, you know, I, I um, because I was already watching North Texas a lot this year because TP, I was watching them a lot because 
Uh, my coach is basically saying like how he saw the relationship or the relation between me and Tyler Perry in regards to just not having like a 50 inch vertical or just, you know what I'm saying? Just making big shots and making the right reads. You know what I'm saying? So that's what he saw between us. And I just felt like coming to North Texas was just a no brainer in regards to me just carrying that torch and just keeping that legacy alive. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I can make this a, keep this, this Juco you going, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, the best, best Juco guards come here, have a good chance to display their game. So, and prove the world wrong. So that's really my biggest thing was, I seen how Tyler Perry and Hamlet came here and, you know what I'm saying, put the world on notice that even though they went in Juco, they were still some of the best guards in the country. So that's really what I'm just hoping to do, following their footsteps in that regard. Did did your coach already know of Tyler Perry? Are y'all in the same like conference as mm, yeah, we're in the same conference. I went to Coffeeville and I went yeah. to Dodge City. So yeah, we're in the same okay. conference. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. Um yeah. I'm curious though. Uh, because Javion was kind of like this. I don't know. Tyler was kind of like this, but it's like they they were like thriving in that underdog type of role. And you were like, you kind of said, you know, yeah, like I came from JUCO and stuff, but I don't see myself as an underdog. Mm -hmm. um, is that just from the work you put in, or is it like because they come they came in as like nobody offered me out of high school, like all this stuff. I know your situation is different because of COVID, but that was their approach. I'm just curious as to like if you have a different approach. Oh, um, definitely not. You know what I'm saying? It's like I um I definitely feel like I've been undervalued. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when I say the underdog part, I kinda see that as that's in the eye of who's saying it. You know what I'm saying? I know people that I had LeBron and them four on four on the, the nuggets, you know what I'm saying? But all the odds say they were underdogs, so I just say it's in the eye of who who's mm -hmm. saying it. Like if I I'm messed up against anybody. I'm saying I'm supposed to win. It's me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same, on the same hand, but on the opposite hand, that just comes with the work that I put behind it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like cockiness is when you come in and think you can beat this guy just because you just think you can beat him. You know what I'm saying? So if I say I can beat somebody that's more highly touted than me, it's just because of the work I put in, the stuff I do behind closed doors. I just know that I'm – at least prepared, if not over-prepared. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's what I'd say. When I come in every game, I'm knowing that in high school, Memphis didn't want me. FAU didn't want me. Tulane didn't want me. So when I see them, like, yeah, I take every game personal. I take every matchup personal. So um, I'm looking at it from the same lens, but from a different category, if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the chip, I got chips on both my shoulders, but it's just the underdog part. I just I like to word it different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The underdog's supposed to lose. I ain't supposed to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I, I like the way you worded that. Colin, yeah. keep in mind the FAU Memphis and uh, what was yeah. the other team? Tulane. Tulane. All right, keep those games. There we go. We got them this year. A sixty four coming coming again. Um, sixty four. Sixty four piece. All right, we holding you to that, Jason. With 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 that though, is there any pressure? Because obviously, it not only has North Texas had really good JUCO guards, but they've also won a championship last four years. I mean, whether that's conference championship, NIT, uh, you name it. Is there any pressure that comes with that kind of having to follow in those footsteps of those players? Um, I definitely feel like it's pressure, but I feel like it's a positive pressure. If you know what I'm saying, I feel like, yeah. and to me, was kind of similar to my junior college decision where it was like I had a whole bunch of junior college options, 
but I knew that the spotlight on Dodge City was so big because of their big season they had the year before. I know that the spotlight on North Texas is so big because of the seasons prior. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's big to me to come in and keep it alive. But on, at the same time, when I play, I play real free. So, you know, I'm not really thinking of it as pressure. I'm thinking of it as every game is a big moment. And every moment is, is huge. You know what I'm saying? Every possession is huge. Every shot is huge. But I, I think when you start looking into it with pressure and stuff, that's when you can you can take yourself out the game. You know what I'm saying? What's big with me is I'm just a big competitor. You know what I'm saying? So that's if I went played for anybody. That's just me. I, I'm trying to win every night. And if I don't win, I'm I'm super unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just – um. I, I think it's a lot of pressure on everybody around me, and that's what puts it on me. You know what I'm saying? Especially when the season goes on, people looking at me like, you know, you're you're the spark. You gotta you gotta you gotta create for us to win. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as that starts coming coming on onto me, I I take it as more as a positive than a negative. Like I kind of I love when that happens. Like this year, I started off on the bench, but then. Um, national tournament comes, everybody's looking at me like, Jason, if you don't score 20, like, we're probably going to lose the game. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that personally. So, um, this pressure I'm walking into, like, I know what I'm walking into for sure. And I know the importance I have on the community, the 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 team, the school. Like, I know that I'm representing a lot. So, I'm really just – I'm ready for that. And I'm just thankful for, you know, Coach taking a chance on me and me taking a chance on him. I feel like that's – I take that real personal for me, the fact that, I kind of have his future in my hands the same way he has my future in his hands. So I just take that mutually as a sign of respect for both of us. And I, I take it personal. I'm going to give it everything I got every night for real. Sure. Well, the last thing I got is, um, I, so you already mentioned it kind of, but you ready to play defense? Oh, for sure. <laughs> this man, this man, this, I, I, I watched practices. So we went to, we went to North Texas till 2020, but, or, we we I, we would go to practices, full practices when Grant and Ross first got there. Crazy. Watch them. Woo. Boy, those they were those were the times. <laughs> 2017, 2018 years. Man, we sound old now. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Ross and them are different animals on defense, man. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh I'm excited. I see they they take a lot of charges. I actually yeah. <laughs> if you go back and look it up. I was the leader in charges in the state my senior year and I think I was second my junior year but that's because I feel like once the defense is predicated towards that it's Mm -hmm. it's easy to take them so I'm kind of excited for that because it reminds me of high school for sure but Rooney hates the Chargers so (laughs) no I don't hate the charge I don't hate the charge I hate when they slide under as they're in the air yeah yeah. and then they then they come down and that's how Steph broke his wrist in 2020 stuff like that yeah that's you gotta know how to take them so you gotta know how to take them exactly exactly um so you got the Nuggets win it all now, right? No, I got the Heat. I want the Heat. I'm a I'm I'm a big Heat fan right okay. now. I think I'm hating on the Nuggets right now because they just beat the Lakers. But okay. <laughs> oh no, that's tough. That's tough. Both teams are real are really solid top to bottom. So I probably I probably go Nuggets right now. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. If you had to take uh, who's better right now, Jokic or Embiid? Embiid. Okay. He's an animal. It's not normal. I'm just 
I just asked the question. It's an animal. I got a V. I got a V. <laughs> who's your Who's your NBA team? Is it Is it the Hawks? I follow LeBron. Follow LeBron. LeBron. Follow LeBron. I'm at the Pistons tomorrow. I got the Pistons cap for tomorrow. Pistons cap. Yeah. What you got Pistons cap on for. No, I'm saying if LeBron goes to the Pistons tomorrow, I'm gonna have a. Pistons. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm a Pistons fan. I'm I'm from I'm from Detroit. So hey, you it's, know, so <laughs> we will rep it together. <laughs> LeBron goes. <laughs> No nah, man, I'm I'm from San Antonio. I'm a Spurs fan, so we got we got Wim, Wimbenyama coming in. Are you excited for Wimby? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's crazy. You know, our coaches at North Texas, he um he trains Wimby. So, oh. Coach Coach Dre he said Wimby gonna pan out to be one of them ones. You better, you better, man. Congrats that's what I'm here for. Congrats. That's what I'm here for, man. San Antonio, man. That's what that's what we do. We win. That's I it. think you should uh, draft Scoot though. Oh, I love Scoot. We love Scoot. They should, but, I, think, but, I, I think they should get Scoop. He's just so, and you know he's, he's from Atlanta, so I played him a lot growing up. He's amazing. You played against Scoop? Yeah. How uh, how does go? Um, we lost. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a shootout. It was a shootout. It was a shootout. I think Scoop had it was something nasty, like thirty four to my like thirty one, but they beat us. But that was my first. That was my first game ever with the new team, so I didn't even start. But we lost. He, I, I remember, like, I played him. It's crazy because I played him at different stages. Like, I played him before he blew up, and, like, mm-hmm. he never talked, and he was just, like, real quiet. But then I played him once he blew up. Like, he was talking crazy. It was lit. It was fun to watch. It was fun to play against. I remember our coach was trying to say he couldn't shoot, and then he walks out and shoots, like, four threes in a row, like, something <laughs> crazy. Like, it was, it was it was wild. It was wild. Well, well we got to have you on just to talk some, some NBA. We're just going <laughs> to have <laughs> yeah. you on like, NBA sometime. Oh, man. We're basketball guys first, really. We just got to cover football because, you know, a lot of people love football. So, yeah, yeah but it's the world right now. For sure, for sure. But all right, Jason, we'll let you go, man. Uh, we appreciate you for joining us. Uh, best of luck this year, man. We'll be in touch. Probably have to have you on again before the season starts up. For sure, for sure. Just let me know. All, all right, right Jason. See ya. See ya. All right, Roman Green. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Do you just want to roll right into yeah, we can roll right in. Roll right into the next one. Let, let me, me get that. Uh, let me get that graphic up. Let me fix. Oh, you can put it on the screen. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Do you, you yeah, send it to me or something? Screen. Yeah, oh, I, I can do it on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna do. I got you. I got you. I can do it. Oh. That was great, man. That was great. I want to say he. You could tell he knew a new basketball, and B, is one of the most prepared players. That I've yeah, ever the the film thing when he when, when it completely went over my head when he goes out yeah, scouting our team and I was like oh because he you know he didn't play he was trying to figure out like where he could fit in and you brought it up and it made way more sense oh no he's trying to beat them in practice and I was like true yes. makes sense yes that that was when it hit me that's how I was like okay with this guy he's ready he's ready all right let me pull it up for the podcast listeners we are bringing up. Our fifteen dollars, um, fifteen dollar game—I guess you can call it—of the North Texas offense. Colin, this was caused quite a stir on social media. This mm. was uh, all the rage for about twenty-four hours. We're still getting replies right now, as we speak. As we speak, as we speak. Um, we need Seth Luttrell's opinion on this. I should probably give him a call. Big Seth, who you got? Fifteen dollars. He's just taking. I, I got a lot of love on mine, so I'm gonna say mine's the best. Okay, <clears throat> I want to make the pitch for mine real quick. Well, let's name them off. Before. Okay, okay. 
Well, we're not gonna name all of them. Well, no, like yours. Oh, yours mine. and mine. Yeah. Okay, yours. Go go with yours first. All right. R- correct answer. Mason fine at QB five dollars. Then you get Ayudei running back. Great. Two dollars. You're at seven dollars. Guyton five dollars. Uh, what's that at? I can't do math. Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Jeez. Then you got uh Jamori Macklin. Boom. Great slot guy. And then you got Caleb Chumley as a blocker. Because let's be honest, Mason's not going to throw to tight end unless it's Jason Pirtle. So we got a uh, really good running back that can, you know, do some DeAndre Torrey things. We got a Jalen Guyton who wins in the NFL and can do vertical threat and slot stuff. And you got Jamari Macklin, who I think is the underrated pick at $2. I'll say this. I'll say I, this. <laughs> I love Jamari Macklin at $2. Even though he hasn't produced – at the level, you know, as the other players on this list, really, even though Turner Smiley didn't produce a ton, but still, he only, I think he had 200 yards last year on like 18 catches, 16 catches, something like that. But Macklin this year, I think, will produce at such a high rate that we're going to look back on that and be like, okay, yeah, Macklin for $2 is a steal. Yeah. Like straight up. But you just can't put him over Rod Burns or Mike Law right now because he hasn't produced. So, anyways, I do like that. With that being said, as much as I like your team, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you give me Jalen Darden, and I figure the rest out. Mm. Bottom line. So my five is Jason Bean, $3. Iowa Day, $2. Jair Shorter, $4. Jalen Darden, $5. Kale Chumley, $1. Tell me. That receiver group of Jalen Darden and Jaya Shorter is not torching everybody in the country. I mean, you just named off the 2020 team, so and they didn't do too great. Well, <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's not, what do you mean it's not true? Jalen Darden. Jalen Darden did great. Jalen Darden was great. The team did not do great. Let's see. Let me see. Let me, let me get you the North Texas football reference real quick. 2019. I think it was 2019. I don't think it was – or no, 2020. You're right. It was 2020. 2020, they went forward. And they had DeAndre Torrey. Yeah, yeah, Jair Shorter was hurt that year. So, okay. who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Who knows? Do you think really? Jason Bean's throwing the ball that far? And also, Jay, okay, so here's the thing. Jason Bean. Mm-hmm. At the quarterback position, you give him easy throws to Jalen Darden, which he should have been the start over Austin Ani that year, as we know. I feel like you give Jason Bean that, and you have his legs. You have the legs of Bean and a day. You have Jair Shorter, Jalen Darden. Mm-hmm. How's that? How is that not an explosive? Because we've offense? already seen it, and it's not good. Whereas I've seen Mason with Guyton, and Macklin doesn't matter. And then you got already have Caleb, and then you got a day who's like Tory. That wins eight games. How about this? Someone said Mason, Aday, Jair, Macklin, and Kelvin. So basically dropping from Guyton to Jair and then upgrading from Kelvin to – or Caleb to Kelvin. I don't think the upgrade from Caleb to Kelvin is great in terms of a receiving standpoint. And I, I, think, I think it's a pretty big upgrade. I think it's an upgrade in terms of the position, but I don't think that the way that at least the remembering the way Kelvin played, it wasn't he wasn't in the cards a lot to catch the ball. 
I think he had like twenty some catches some years. So he had some decent decent years. The the main thing and the main takeaway here is that the tight end position, as much as we think Jake Roberts and Varkey's gums and kind of Jason Probel are okay, like and they're all gonna, you know, Roberts and Gums have gone on to uh, high major or P five schools. At the end of the day, the drop off from Mason to everybody else is significant. And I think like the bottom two, the the one and two dollars here, Ayo Day and Jim Moy Macklin are probably the only two that are worth something at the bottom two. Kelvin is also, I think, slightly worth something. Here's here's one I thought about, and I might get the uh, addition wrong, so bear with me here. But if you wanted to go full running team, I think you go like Quinn, Jeff. What's that count for me? Seven. Uh, Guyton. Twelve. Twelve. And then you go Macklin, Caleb. Macklin, Caleb. We do forget Jeffrey Wilson was a game breaker. Absolute god. An absolute. There's a reason he's in, he's in the NFL for as long as he's been. An absolute game breaker, like literally. Yeah. And if we're not taking injuries into account, like literally, uh, what if you just got Bean Jeff, Jair, or you no, do like Bean Jeff is eight. Bean Jeff's not funny. Bean and Jeff, eight. Then just go Smiley Macklin. That's twelve. Pertle, three. <laughs> Kelvin's a way better block. You go Kelvin there every time. <laughs> we need some sort of receiver though. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's it. Someone said Mason Ragsdale Burns Macklin Kevin Kelvin Mason sorry. Ragsdale Dale Burns Macklin Kelvin. No, see, because that. that that team. Reminds me too much of the 2020 or the 2019 Mason team. Mason, Nick, Guyton, Lawrence, Kelvin. I kind of like that one. Nick, Guyton, Lawrence, Kelvin. You get Guyton. I Lawrence. like that team because that's basically the 2018 team. 2018 team without Lauren Easley when he got hurt. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's good. Mason. Right. Mason is the predict. Is the it's Mason or Jeff are going to carry the team, and you got to yeah. pick one. That makes I, I, like I look at it as Mason or Darden carrying the team personally. But, but, but Jalen Darden was a Jalen Darden was great. Jalen Darden was great. Is great. Receivers can't carry a team to win. He did carry a team. How many wins did they have that year? Four and six. Four and six. Four and six, bro. Four they had and no six. defense. Exactly. They had Four and no six. No quarterback. They had nobody. So when you pick Darden, you give him no they quarterback no like he had. Shorter. You give him quarter, no quarterback like he had. Bro, they, you get – he had – think about this. He had Austin Ani and Jason Bean as quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Nobody else on the team had a, had more than 25 receptions, bro. He had no other receiver with him. Deontay Simpson, Austin Agumakin, Jason Pirtle are the next three receivers. Mm-hmm. 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 Their mm-hmm. running back – their running game was fine, right? DeAndre Torrey, Oscar Adway. That was, that was fine. But at the end of the day, this was Jalen Darden's willing this team – so four wins, willing them to the win over UTEP. Who, Remember how, that? But yeah, but Jair Shore doesn't catch a lot of balls anyway. Nineteen touchdowns. I understand. I get Jair it. They only won four times. And that's. But I'm saying, man, you give him, you give him, um, a capable. The, the only number. thing you changed was was Jair Shorter. Jair Shorter. You put Jair Shorter on the team. That's another win or two. Jair Shorter only had twenty four catches. His most in the season, twenty four. Yeah, but they went for like. A thousand yards. So, I I don't know what to tell you. What they what they go for? Uh, they went for 
19.7 yards. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but you got to get the ball to him. You get an over-the-top threat and shorter, you give underneath. You got to get the ball to him. Base, Jason Bean and Austin Ani are not getting the ball. Bean, is, <laughs> Bean can throw well, it. Ani can throw it. Bean can let Farther. it let it rip. Let it rip. It'd be like 20 yards short. Hey, Bean, Bean, Bean showed something at Kansas, at least. That's Unlike Kansas. Austin Ani, who never this showed anything. not a Kansas Jayhawks slash North Texas list. I'm just saying, Austin Ani. Would it make uh, you Jay- feel better if I did like Mason, Day, Burn? No. I guess I have to go s- Smiley Darden, Caleb. I don't Would think that- Mason, Day, Smiley Darden, Caleb. Yep, there it is. We did it. Yeah, we were both happy now. You got Mason, I got Darden. We have Ayo Day right here. We got Turner Smiley, who we can make something work. He was pretty good. He was okay. He was okay. Let's see. Real quick, before we move on to – because we're going to do defense too, correct? Yes, we're going to do the defense. He had – hey, he had – 33, 35. 33, 35 for – yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was good. It's good enough. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Five touchdowns if we're taking the 2017 season. Okay. Listen, Darden's getting the rest, so it doesn't matter. All right, there we go. Yeah, we're throwing a Jalen Darden every time. And the and the return game, Darden. Because mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're doing returns on this 5v5 situation for sure. Yes. Well, this is who you're starting your team with. That's a good point. That's a good point. I guess okay. it's not. All right. Let's go, let's do the defense real quick. We wanted to do this so that way y'all could hear us talk through the ideas and talk through the um, our thought process here as we do it. We're going to try not to keep it too long, Colin. Let's try to keep it about eight minutes or so. So what do we have? We have defensive line, line, corner, linebacker. safety, middle linebacker, or just linebacker. doesn't matter. Um, um, you want to go, go DT edge or DT DE linebacker just, just corner? The same, safety. yeah. DT would be same as DE, I think, in this situation. No? Wait, but what's the fifth one then? Oh, oh, duh. I already had DT on. I said okay. DT, DE, linebacker, corner, and a safety. Yes. Unless you wanted to go two corners. No, that's too much. We don't have two corners. We, we don't, don't have, have two corners to go through. We don't have ten corners to put on this list. <laughs> okay, this this should be pretty easy. I, I say that. It's going to be very difficult. All right, ready? Yes. Let's just Defense start tackle. with one position. Defensive tackle, let's go. Deion Noville. Deion Noville. We have um, we got Brown. Bryce English has to be a, some type of number, Ooh, probably that's one. A, that's a good name. That's a probably good one or two. Let me look uh, up this 2017 defense real quick. I'm trying to think of who else. Ron <laughs> Brown and Enoch Jackson are going to be Enoch Jackson one. was a good one. Bro, you know who we're forgetting? Roderick Young. Mm. All right, all right. We're going to go Rod Young for $4. Rod Brown for $3. Yep, Enoch Jackson for 3 Bryce English for 1 You mean Enoch Jackson for 2 Bryce English for 1 That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said 3 Maybe I did. Let me make sure I don't miss anybody because we're, we're doing this, and we're definitely – look – Bottom line, we're gonna miss somebody. All right, if y'all yeah, going to this, through this quick, going through this quick, we're definitely gonna miss somebody. We're gonna miss somebody, so we'll we'll revise this probably. Was TJ Tuolo? Are right, you put Bryce English? 
Yeah, I just wanted Bryce English on there for being honest. I just wanted Bryce. He played nine games, Colin. <laughs> I know <laughs> through like six years. Get him off the damn list. <laughs> let me go to my. Let me. Let's keep going here. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, remember Nick Harvey? No. Oh God. Okay. Uh, Dionoville. Just making sure we didn't miss anybody. You can start typing the linebackers if you want to start thinking about them. Okay. While these, I are, these should be easy. Well, not really, because you don't really know who's going to be one, two, three. Katie Davis is one. Over EJ? Ooh! <laughs> EJ oh. was a monster. Shoot. Brandon Gardner? No, he's, a, he's, Gardner. A, he's better than Brandon Gardner. Brandon Gardner is the spot. Katie, dude. Brandon will be three. No, you know what the crazy part is? The edge on defensive ends, you have the Murphy twins. That's true. And you have... This deep man, this defense is stacked. How did Seth the Chuck? <laughs> we couldn't get a defense in this team. Um, I think we're set at defensive tackle. We'll do. I believe Eric was Eric Jenkins, a uh, linebacker. Oh, or am I thinking of somebody else? Oh, Eric you Jenkins. know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, it, the name doesn't even sound the same, but I can't remember his name. Uh, what was his freaking name? I don't know. Move on. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. That's right. Just move on. All right. So linebackers, who we got right now? Right now, I got uh, EJ, Katie, Brandon in that order. Larry Nixon has to be on there. Larry Nixon. Two. <sighs> Who else? I feel like we're missing somebody. Well, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Tyreek. Tyreek Davis. Tyreek Davis. Is he one, though? Is he better than Larry? That's a good question. Is he better than Larry? Hold on, let me get the numbers here. He had... I mean, because he did bounce to nickel and back and forth a bit. I think he is better than... Well, let me see. Actually, Larry... I don't know, bro. He didn't end a single season with more than... Oh, that's not true. He had 79 tackles, 71 tackles. Uh, I'd probably put Tyreek over Larry, I think. I would as well. Okay. All right. And then, uh, so defensive that's linebacker. End. Defensive end, we can do... Bro, we also have Ladarius Hamilton at defensive end. Ladarius is one. Okay, Ladarius one. Which, uh, then one of the Murphys is two. We also have Andy Flushy. Just get out of here. He's got to be on the list. At like Okay, he's on one. the list, but that's he's all just I'm just mentioning him, okay? Chill. Okay. Uh, we got Joshua Wheeler. Josh Wheeler. Good Lord. Um, um Gabriel Murphy, I think, is the number is four. Okay. Gr Let me double check Grayson's stats before I move on. Ooh, yeah, Gray hey, Grayson. Their stats are close. 14 and a half, eight and a half. No, put Grayson at four, put Gabriel at three. And then um, defensive ends. I already just named them off. Joshua Wheeler, Andy Flushy. You're missing recent players. Mason Ooh. Richards had seven and a half sacks this past year. I'm just trying to keep them at keep two and ones, okay? Mason Richards at two. 
whoever the heck you want, Andy Felucci at, at one. No, Joshua Wheeler was better than Andy Felucci. Oh, he was? I think. Let me see. 1826. Uh, it's a toss-up. Joshua Wheeler <laughs> had nine total sacks for his career. Andy Flushy had uh, one and a half, according to this. <laughs> Let me make sure that I'm on the right. Four and game. a half. Four and a half first career. Why is this not showing me correct? It's probably showing you the last year. Oh, that's definitely what it probably is then. Yeah. All right, put Wheeler at one. Okay. Um, corner. I think this one's pretty straightforward because we have a lot is of them. It? I mean, just where you can name off names. You got like Nate it? Brooks. Okay. You got uh, wow, Kyrie, uh, Kimon Hall. Kimon Hall, yeah. Oh, it just auto corrected to Lemon. Uh, well, maybe it's not so straightforward. Kimon Hall and Nate Brooks are the top two. We throw an Ashton Preston in there. No, Colin, get off of these old teams. Let's see. We got is uh what's his name the freshman that left for Western? Uh, no, we're not putting Upton Stout on here, Jesus Christ. Stout Island. Shut up. Um, let's see who else. Oh, Cameron oh, you Johnson. Wanna, you Cameron Johnson. It, Cameron Johnson. You want to know why it's messed up? It's because I accidentally clicked just 2017, so that's why I was freaking out. Bro, get Cameron Johnson on this list. Cam Johnson, that's a good one. I was wondering why I wasn't seeing any new players. It made no sense to my brain. I was like, Cam Johnson was cold. He went to UCLA. All right, that's three. Um, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of other ones. Quinn Whitlock? He was there long enough. He should be on there. Or Deshaun Gaddy. Sean Gaddy, he kind of played safety. Yeah, do we put Sean Gaddy at, at corner or safety? We're going to need a safety, so maybe. Maybe not. Actually, does Taylor did Taylor Robinson play corner? No, he played safety. Okay. Hold on, let's see if we can find another. Well, if Deshaun Gaddy's a corner, we put we have to put him decently high. Three. And where, where's Cam Johnson? Two. Damn. We're gonna have to revise this. Well, I'll look into it. Oh, we're we're still running. We got safety now. John Davis might be the one. John Davis. Oh no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out! Time out! Time out! Everyone's yelling at us right now, Colin. We forgot someone. Who? Rich Tejada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we put it. Bro, I saw a list that had Rich Tejada as the twenty-fourth best corner in the country. I'm going to put him at three. Bro, he's got to be higher. Keon Hall and Nate went to the NFL. Bro, it does. it's not about the NFL, Colin. It's not Bro. about the NFL. I guess Nate – I might. we might be overvaluing Nate. Let's move Nate to three because he had that awful season after he had a good season. And then we'll move Ridge Tejada to four, Keon Hall to five. Bro, I think – did Ridge Tejada not just make, like, first-team all-conference? I don't know. Yeah, bro. Put Rich Hot up, up there. First team all conference, bro. I don't think either. Actually, one of them probably did. 2017. 
Takes him fine. Cool, cool, cool. No, we got to put Keemon Hall at one. Why? Keemon Hall in his senior season had five interceptions. Or five, I guess. This is look. I'm gonna name the. I'm gonna name off the stats for Keemon Hall. Thirty nine tackles, or thirty nine solo tackles, forty eight total tackles, five interceptions. Keemon Hall was also first team All Conference. Two touchdowns. Okay, so Keemon Hall five, Rich, Rich Hot a four. Nate Brooks, three. Cam Johnson, two. No Deshaun Gaddy. You will put him at safety. Yeah, we'll, we're going to put Deshaun Gaddy. I can't, I can't drop Cam Johnson to a one, dude. That's crazy. Okay. And then he goes to play on UCLA and be a beast. No. Uh, one John Davis. Let me double check that. I think that sounds right. Or Quinn Whitlock. Or Quinn Whitlock. Ooh. Put Quinn. Let's go uh, safety, safety, Keyshawn McLean. Deshaun Gaddy. Deshaun Gaddy. Kyrie uh, Muhammad. Kyrie Muhammad. Um, we can put T-Rob. I'm just, I'm just putting, I'm just putting name down. No. Um, <laughs> he got 90 Cros- tackles Ke- last year. Keelan Crosby. Keelan Crosby, Mikhail Sanders, but he played like a weird, like also nickel. Like nickel. He played nickel most of the time. Counts. Nickel counts as a safety. Yeah. Then we should put Quinn Whitlock as safety because he played nickel all the time. Let's see. Mikhail Sanders had some good stats. Mikhail Sanders has to be on this list. Kyle Sanders played basically like linebacker. He played five years, had four picks, eight pass breakups, 172 tackles. I All right, let's I'm, just start with who's the best. First. That's the tough part. Deshaun Gaddy or um, Keyshawn McClain? You think because Deshaun if you look Gatt- at the counting stats, I'm pretty sure you would say Keyshawn McClain. If are we saying that he was better than Kyrie Muhammad? Yes. I thought Kyrie Muhammad, Kyrie Muhammad is a very, very comfortable three in this discussion. Let's, let's take a look. Bro, he I, – I, yes, dude, those defenses were not good. They weren't good, but EJG was on those bad defenses too. That's not true. He was a part of like one good defense, and then he left. And remember, they once they left, once Garner and Najia left, they had to replace them with the Davis boys. Remember we had the whole graphic and everything, the Davis boys. <laughs> it was the bad boys graphic, but with Davis. Yeah, boys. yeah, yeah. Anyways, then it went to went to hell. Um, um this is tough because I I'm pretty sure Keyshawn McLean led the team in tackles like back to back years. All right, do you? How much do you value interception? Bro, put Keyshawn McLean up there. I'm yeah, sorry. I know he's I good. I don't know why you would even try to say he's not five. Because, dude, he was on like he had 110 tackles on the one in 11 team. Okay, that one like, 11 team wasn't because of Keyshawn McLean. I'm just telling you. All right, all right, put Keyshawn McLean five. Then we're gonna get some pushback on that. Why? Who would you put above him? 
Deshaun Gaddy. No. Okay. Deshaun Gaddy, four. Kyrie Muhammad, three. Mikhail Sanders, two. I don't know who to put it one. I don't think you can put Deshaun Gaddy above Kyrie Muhammad. Okay. I didn't say to do it. I said put him at four. No. Do you not just hear what I said? Deshaun Gaddy above Kyrie Muhammad. Oh, Kyrie Muhammad? Kyrie Muhammad in his senior season had 68 tackles and a pick and a half sack. All Deshaun Gaddy had was 61 oh, tackles. But Deshaun Gaddy played corner for the first couple of years and then moved to safety. Deshaun Gaddy is playing at Ole Miss. Fair enough. Deshaun okay. Gaddy, Kyrie Muhammad would would not have could not have played it. Could not have played it. That's fair enough. That's a good. That's and a good... maybe that's not fair because obviously Deshaun Gaddy is more physically imposing. Like he's a bigger guy, so it's easier. To move. It's a good point. All right. Um. Who who are we missing? All right. Who so Keyshawn, Deshaun, Kyrie Muhammad. We got T. Rob, Keelan Crosby, and Mikhail Sanders. Is the ones I already said. Mikhail Sanders too. To me, he didn't play safety. Really. Bro, he played safety enough. He wasn't playing corner. He played nickel most of the time. It was nickel. Sl- when they, oh, look yeah. at his numbers, though. Because he played nickel. Okay. Were we just excluding nickels from this conversation? No, we already put one. Quinn Whitlock. You want to move him up to corner somewhere? Quinn also played corner, though. Mm. All right, hold on. We're, we just, we, we're just leaving out tweener positions. <laughs> we need to have, like, a hawk. What would what, they call it? Yeah, the Hawk. They called it Tory Refer, Coach Refer called the Hawk. Yeah. I mean, we could put T Rob in there at one. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to put T Rob two and Mikhail one, I'm cool with that too. Actually. No, I'm Kyle, just saying. Kyle's probably a better player. As much as I like T Rob. I think T Rob is a better value at two than McCall. As much as I like them, him, and I love T Rob. T Rob was great. Hmm. Uh, there were some pretty bad defenses. They definitely were. In 2018 and 2019, with him and Kyrie at the back end. Right, so that's it, right? That's everything. Uh, yes. One, two, who are, three, four, who are defense five. ends? Uh, Ladarius Grayson, Gabe Mazon, and Joshua Wheeler. Sounds right. Okay. All right. Let's uh let's quickly do this. Um oh we're just gonna do it right now. No, yeah, we're just gonna... doing it right now. Okay. I'm gonna go. I don't even have a visual for this. You're staring at it. I got it. Oh, you want the here, I'll send you the visual. You can't share your screen? It's on my laptop. Oh, okay. Um there you go. So I'm gonna go uh start with linebacker because I feel like that's the most important position, maybe. We'll see here. I'm gonna go EJ on that. No, you can't uh, go EJ. Watch, watch me. Watch me okay. go EJ real quick. Bro, th- right. that's the deepest group. How do you? That's a good point. That is a good point. I'm trying to figure out a way to share this with our audience here. Let me copy and paste it into a dot. Okay. Let's see here. I'll go. Three plus. Four is seven. Okay, no, this is just everywhere. I can't. Can I do this? Mm. Oh, here it is. Okay. 
I figured it out. Man. I mean, you're, you should have it because I'm scrambling trying to get all this in order here. It's just hard to figure out who to leave off. All right, this is not going to come across easy for the readers at all, but whatever. I don't know why this was so difficult. Think. Oh, this is tough. Yeah, whatever. This isn't working. All right, hurry up. Let's do it. I think there's no value in getting somebody at a five. You can go with the, just three across the board. No, I'm going to go. Safety, I want Deshaun Gaddy in the back. I want Cam Johnson at corner. Puts me at six. I want... I want Gabe Murphy off the edge. That's nine. And I want... Oh, I got it. I got it. I want... Dion Noville. No, I can't do that. No, yes, I can. I can go Dion Noville and Larry Nixon. Boom. Here we go. This one. This is this is the this is the right lineup. Rod Brown, defensive tackle. Mason Richards, a defensive end. Keemon Hall at corner. Deshaun Gaddy at safety. Linebacker is Larry Nixon. Did we just have almost, we almost had the same list? Who was your end? End. Uh, Mason Richards. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're close. I think we had three of the same, right? You had Nixon, Gaddy, and... Uh... Oh, no, we only had two of the same. Yeah. So I had Noville, Nixon, Cam, Gaddy, Gabe. Six, eight. Yep, that's it. I like mine. All right. Cool. Sorry we couldn't share that with y'all. Visual... Sorry, they heard the debate. They were here for the debate. Well, by the time this is uploaded, we will have posted the actual one on YouTube. So, true. There you go. Check us out there. Or on Twitter. Sorry. Did I say YouTube? Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter right there. Green Room UNT. Uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Hope you all enjoyed the interview. Thank you to James for coming on and talking to us. Always good to uh, catch up with the new faces of the Mean Green so we will be back next week. We'll see who we get on either as a guest. Might, might do a Q&A. Colin said might maybe do a mailbag podcast. So that would be kind of fun. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, interact with us. Reply on here. Reply on Twitter. All that stuff. We thank you all for joining us, and we will talk to you all later.